You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall. Here with my co-host, Dan Schiefel. Yo, what's going on, everyone? 53. We're, we're now officially past the year mark. Yes. This is episode yeah, the, 53. The first one of, uh, I guess, the, the new year that we had. The first yeah, one year of two. The, yeah, Welcome year to two. season two. Welcome to season two of the Dream Love <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, we figured this that, is the first one. Can't you tell that we planned this before we started recording? Yeah, but, that's... Uh, yes. Yeah. But no, no. Th- thank you again uh, for all the support. I, I greatly appreciate it. And, and I guess I, I, I didn't plan on this before. I would have had it. Um, well, I guess I'll do a shout out. I was going to pull my phone and read from it, but um, we had the year episode uh, where we kind of reminisced and, and talked about some yeah. different things. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. I really appreciated it uh, to our good friend, Dan Porter. Uh, he contacted me whenever the episode went up. The Thank you, Dan. Episode 52. Uh, that's one of Fordyce's friends. Uh, so we go way back and he was, he was one of Fordyce's old roommates. Uh, and he said he really enjoyed, you know, kind of what we were doing. He said, I think he said he listened to two, he hadn't listened to all 52, but he listened to two thirds, which is incredible. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. That's one. a lot. Yeah, I talk a long time. So that's a lot th- of hours. Thank, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Uh, thank you, Porter. We, we appreciate it and, and we miss you and come up to PA soon. So like I said, I, I just, uh, wanted to, to drop that in there and, and we appreciate everyone for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. So what do we got today? We've got a very special guest, uh, my my good friend, a big reason why I'm doing anything in the music industry today. <laughs> uh, so let me introduce you guys to Lee Caruso. Yo. Thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah. Oh, you wanted the junior forgot the junior. <laughs> forgot junior. I didn't I'm forget the junior. I'm just kidding. Lee, Lee, what's it like? Ben, you know, Ben's obviously, do, you know, doing everything with, you know, that's pretty high praise, you know, big reason why, uh, a big reason why I'm doing anything in music today. Just what's, uh, what that's pretty high praise there. Well, for, first of all, <laughs> I found, uh, or I heard Ben, I mean, from my perspective here, I was in another band that was, um, signed to a label out in California and we were doing some touring at the time, but I was kind of miserable in it. And like Ben, <laughs> Um, was in a guitar center at the same time I was, so I was just hearing. Yeah, I don't think like, we've ever told the story on the podcast. I don't remember if we did. Yeah, or not. I was on Yeah, I'm telling you, I was over there buying a pack of slinkies. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you say it. No, if if there's guitar not guitar player, players you're listening, you're gonna know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not the the '50s toy. Yeah, yeah, that goes down the steps. Although I do yeah. love that. Yeah, well, who doesn't? So I'm over <laughs> there buying a pack of slinkies, okay, and I'm hearing this, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what is that? Noise? And I'm like, what is that noise, man? Were I'm you like, like, were you annoyed or the bass? You know, like, so I walk over there, you know, and yeah, because um, most people in Guitar Center are playing terrible renditions sure, of Inner yeah. Sandman. Everybody wants yeah, right. to turn their amps <laughs> up and you know, be cool, whatever. So like, I go over there and like, and they're just like, you know, semi. Six people, just like standing around or so, like you know, and Ben's over there sitting on a bench, just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
popping this bass, and I'm just like, I'm like, holy, oh man. No, no. Was this in, was this impressed or disgust? Was well, this like it was? It was a good. It was a good uh, holy. Okay. You know. Well, yeah, first yeah. of all, that's funny. He mentions that because I was in my own little world. Like, yeah, yeah. I just cranked the amp because I was looking to purchase this bass. Right. I wanted to hear what it sounded like loud coming out of the amp. Sure. So, I probably did jam for like nearly an hour. Who's this guy? Yeah, Who's yeah this I walked guy? away. I walked away. <laughs> I was like, there for um, a long time. Yeah. I did my thing and, and blew a bunch of money I shouldn't have. And then I found Ben again. And um, and when I did, I was like, hey, man, what's up? And I was like, what you, so, so uh, what did you learn how to play like that? <laughs> so, anyways, like, like we ended up meeting there. And then he told me he was from Derry. And I was like, well, that's. It's impossible because I would have known you. You know, I'm from Latrobe, so and we would have known each other. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we ended up being good friends, and we started, you know, working out, and going to the gym together. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And then, uh, well, you were gone a lot started, still because you were in that band. Yeah, yeah. And um, we kept in touch. Kept in touch, you know. And I was, I was still playing the pop stuff or whatever. And you know, I come back to, um come back one night and I was really frustrated because I was just like, man, I, you know, I, I, I want to write my own songs, you know, I'm a songwriter and rock and roll guy. And I just like to I love rock and roll music, you know, and I just felt like I was at a point in my life where I needed to start to focus more on what I wanted to do. How what old I were you about the, at this time? Uh, like 23. I okay. think we were both 23. Yeah. yeah. 23 or so. But, but I, I really, was at you know in the mindset i should say at that time where i, I was like if i you know I, if i start now i have more time to work on it throughout sure. my life you know like i want to i want to focus on what it is that i want out of my life you know right now right i need to stop like is there anything that drove you to to think that way like man i really need to focus um you know like life can be scary if you look at it if you look at things that are going wrong with everybody else all yeah. the time, you know? And I, I feel like I was doing that a lot at the time. And, uh, you could Just argue that that forced a decision on me or influenced a decision on me, I should say, but really it didn't. It was more about, um, me not wanting to think about that stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, why am I thinking this way? This is not the right mindset to have. I just need to be in my life, I've tried to always focus on being extremely independent, like thinking for myself sure. all the time. And that's mm -hmm. not, I don't mean that in a selfish way. I mean that more, I, I, of course, I think of other people. I do things for other people all the time. I, I love that. That's That makes me happy as well. But I'm saying like, uh, you don't need other people to think for you or tell you who to love or what to do. You know, when you feel like, uh, not that someone comes up and says, you need to love this person. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know? Think for yourself and, and and get what you want out of life is what I'm saying and and I um you know I, I just really wanted to have my own band and yeah. Ben was around and we were good friends and he's a great bass player and and I asked him to do that and if he wanted to do that and he was you know he was doing jumping jacks for ten minutes after that <laughs> is that because you were working no, out or no. that, well dude like, I mean in the gym? I'm just joking it was so ironic because yeah. I mean we we were in the same headspace at the same time because yeah, right. I, I had just started working for, I I wasn't at Alcoa yet, but I was at my old chemistry job. And like, I was about a month into that. And I was like, there's no way I can do this for another 30 years. <laughs> it's this is so yeah, boring. Yeah. Like science in college is so different than science in the real world sure. because 
in school you get to do fun things and, and you fun. learn fun things. But in the real world, you got to do something that's going to pay you money. Yeah. I yeah. didn't make that connection until I started working the job. And I'm like, sure, I made a huge mistake. I should have been doing music all along. And yeah. I can't, I don't necessarily regret, regret the path that I was on, but I was in that headspace. Did of you like, kind of want to do both? At the, like, so you were kind of in that, in that same spot where, and, and then Lee approaches you and you're like, all well, that, right, let's, well, know. the reason I was at Guitar Center, this is so crazy. Like this is, this is proof, I think, at least in my life that there's a force outside of like what we see in the day to day that's sure. controlling things. Mm-hmm. Because I literally went down to Guitar Center because I thought, okay, well, if I want to be a professional bass player, I need to have a professional instrument. <laughs> That's why I was jamming yeah, on that yeah. bass because it was a, it was still the bass I have to this day. My Ernie Ball Music Man Stingray. What kind, what's the? Is that the the tan one? The translucent gold is. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. That and, one is uh, pretty awesome. Go that's, on, I'm that's sorry. the one that I bought. Yeah, and the Did reason you I was still done, play on stage. I still play on stage yeah. all the time, and and the reason I bought that is because I'm like, if I need to, if I want to be at this level, I have to have the gear to play at that level, and that's where I met Lee. Like, what are the what are the chances? And <laughs> he literally still lives ten minute drive away from my house, Lee, and well, we had not met till that point. It's what crazy. was your impression? Whenever you know, I mean, did you come off like, man, I. I, I wouldn't mind being in a band with this guy. Is, was that kind of the first, like, I guess, what was the first impression? What was, you know, I guess, how did this materialize into, yeah, we're going to start a band together? Well, um, you know, a little, a little bit about that, actually, that sure. something that ties into that is, is for me, um, I, I'm a Berkeley alumni, so I, I've, oh, it's awesome. I've yeah. managed bands and I'm an artist manager too. So like, I've always been, interested in what makes bands work because there's so many that don't yeah right but at the same time like what was always fascinating to me is like i love to play music i'm an artist right and i love i mean music brings especially with musicians like when you got great musicians like playing together there's something that like connection that goes away it's just all this baggage you leave behind and all this stuff that leaves you that, that you're allowed to just you're, you're just doing something together that's like bonding you sure. you know it's it's almost like mating but you're not mating <laughs> I mean, but, it's, but it's like you are bonding is what yeah, i'm yeah. saying together. sure sure like, it is it's, it's like a, it's like a marriage you know? in a sense. It's, yeah. yeah it's so it's so weird how you connect yeah um, like that, you know, in the same room and, and, um, with instruments in your hands. And I was like, why can't you know, a lot of these bands just let go of everything like that yeah. because of that bond? Like why, why does personal things yeah. just like everybody else, like outweigh like this bond that they have, you know, like and that right. always fascinated me. Right. So mm. like, Ben and I had a connection is what I'm getting at. And like, you heard um, it buying your slinkies, and I'm I'm really yeah, and I'm really like, uh, uh, you know, I'm one of those people that I don't like really jump in a band with people. Either. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, my my bass player, um, he decided he wanted to kind of you know do the life thing, and he's got a great girlfriend. He wants to you know he's electrical engineer, so he left the band. You know, like my current bass player, and and now he you know, we need another one. And then Ben comes back. He's jamming with us a little bit and stuff, which is awesome. But like, uh, but you know, we don't just, I don't just get another bass player. You, you know, just jump like, into, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, of You're course I get people to fill in and stuff like that, but it's just, I have to, 
You're not just connect a with somebody. Out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I think that that's like a longer process than yeah. Just find. I think a lot of bands they, they some bands that they just find a good guitar player and they're like, or a good singer or whatever, and they're like, oh well, hey, yeah. come be in my band. And and I think that that's a little like too good to be true. It's like, look, like although that person may be good, I'd settle for a guy that's half as good. But you really bond with because yeah. when you bond with somebody on on a certain level and uh, match personality wise and right ideal wise and uh, everything you know so yeah you play better together oh, and that's what a Definitely. band is is a unit you know and that's what makes a band good so like you could have three mediocre musicians playing better than three of the top musicians in the world right sure. that are in a band together yeah, it's definitely. like and that, that's so true just the chemistry. the chemistry yes exactly you what's know, the so. perfect example of that but you too man they yeah. even said that about <laughs> yeah. themselves yeah they yeah. said we're not the best musicians in the world we just have the it factor oh man i i <laughs> watched yeah a lot of things about you two and they they uh once upon a time could barely play their instruments but look at them now you know like sure they're a very impacting band in this in society in the world and great band. So you know that was the kind of connection. Like I felt like with Ben, it was like, hey, you know, he's a good friend of mine, and like here's a guy that's like he's an excellent bass player. Sure. But we have all this stuff in common too. Like we care about a lot of the same things, and all this stuff kind of created that. It wasn't just oh, well, Ben plays bass really well, you know, and I play right, guitar. Right. It was like all these other things too that kind of made that decision i feel like kind of so, more important than that yeah yeah well yeah i mean yeah, all yeah. that together is important totally. you know? even the bass thing too like it was all it all like solidified yeah like you can't so, like, like i i do think it's also important to like be on the same somewhat mm -hmm. same level as the other musicians like you know lee's a really good guitar player yeah, and, yeah like he needs to play with other musicians at that level it's just not fun if you're not if you're playing if you're beyond your levels. level, mm -hmm. right. yeah, like you can be in a band if you're just beginning, like you can start a band with other just beginners. I think that's totally fine. Definitely. Start a band with your friends. That's what we all did in high school. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that's the other thing too, is like, especially, um, working with bands, going to school and everything and, and having experience. I think that one of the other things is if like you're trying to start a band or something, or if you are a player that has been in bands, it's starting another one or a different one or. I think like, you know, uh, playing in your bracket is very important, you know, and, and look like that does not to say that you're not good at what you do. I mean, that's, that's not what that's about. We're not saying, oh, you're only a level two. You're not two. allowed to play with you can't play yeah. with level sixes, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's not, it's not that. It's not that. You need a key card or something. I'm saying like, if you want things, it depends on what you want out of it. If you're having a hobby, you're just getting together some friends and jamming, who cares? Like, but if you're right. trying to go out there and like, hey, I want to make some music and maybe not be a star maybe so whatever we'll just see what happens or what i mean when you stay in your i think it's that's correct for anything in life like finding people that will push you and you know that are on the same level as you is, is really healthy because you're gonna get better sure. at things and progress in your life you're gonna you know improve if you yourself can, yeah oh, it's yeah. like you don't want to go you know find some drug addict and yeah, be right. like, hey, man, uh, why out. don't you come uh, hang out with me? You know, and, yeah, and, you, right. know, you go hang out with this guy and then I don't you're think you're going improve. too far, you right, know? Right, right. <laughs> but like, it, no. you know, there, there's people that can pull you down and pull you back and then there's people that can pull you forward or, you know, walk with you forward. You know? Sure. I, I think that that is definitely a, 
you know, a, a, a fact, you know, in life period, let alone in music. Like you want to, you want to play with people that you're going to progress. You'll progress faster with those people than you will with somebody that's like too far ahead or too far behind or something like that. You yeah. Know? And that's sure. tough too, because some people have friends, right. Right. Best friends that are like a guitar player or the bass player. Sure. Or it's like, Oh man, I, you know, I feel guilty or something. Cause it's good. Well, you know, Welcome to the music world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll never yeah. forget the day that Ben quit Big Atlantic, right? And it's like, how hard is it to come to me, who's built this bond with him yeah, for yeah. how many years, and be like, dude, I can't do this with you anymore. You know, like... That's tough. That's yeah. life, man. You know, that's yeah. that's life sometimes. And that, that's socked, but like, you know, uh, doesn't mean you got to go up to your best friend and say, hey, man, sorry. Right. But you're not good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, it's not. That's not what it, what it is, you know, you, but, you, but you can, you know. Well, the reason it was hard is because there was, there was such a bond built. Yeah. And I think once, I think once we experienced that, well, once anybody experiences that, whether you have as a listener or you haven't, it's just hard to go back from anything else because then mm. you realize and you understand if you're trying to do the band thing, and you're looking at like all of the great bands that came up, I guess, when we were growing up, like through the 90s. And you yeah. see like they're all from L.A. and they all went to the same high school. Like, yeah, there's right. a reason for that. Like yeah. they, they all like live next door to each other. They live next door to <laughs> each yeah, other. They sure. all they did life together. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were they were friends. They were. And the same was true of Lee and I. Like I was over at his house every single day sure. mm -hmm. from like the time I was done with work until like four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And. Half of that, well, a, thir a third of that was writing music, but another third of that was lifting at the gym. Sure. And the other third of that was playing uh, Call of Duty, yes. Nazi Zombie Survival. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, that's, but, the, uh, that's Black Ops, yeah? Black oh, yeah. Ops and World at War? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's... Well, let's be honest. Maybe maybe a quarter of that last... Maybe half of that last third of the pie there was was us playing video games and the other one was <laughs> eating. We used to eat all the time. That's true. <laughs> we uh, we did, yeah. We would go and get sushi every Friday. Oh, and, you know, we, those people still ask about us. Go up oh, there. Yeah, Route 30. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, we I saw mean, you guys every week. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I bring that up is... That's why it was hard to quit because, yeah. you know, you it's, did life together. It's, it's more than just like walking away from a band. It's walking away from a friend. That's that's a hard yeah. thing to do. But, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Lee, Lee, you'd mentioned uh, you mentioned Berkeley, which is pretty, pretty significant for anyone who doesn't know. I mean, some of the best in the world have come out of Berkeley. Uh, John Mayer is one of them, and and um, most of them quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. But Dream Theater. Yeah, John, yeah. Yeah, John Petrucci. I mean, just you know, some of the best. I guess it's kind of a two prong question. I guess what got you into music, and I guess what got you into it so deep that you said, "Hey, I want to travel this path." Uh, you mean go to school? Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, especially well, one. I mean, you could go anywhere, but you know, choosing to go to Berkeley is pretty. And, and not only that, but the the finish too. I guess what got, I guess what got you into music like that, and what got you so, in so deep I mean, that you wanted to, to take go back that, to right? the beginning. Sure, I, I think like, I mean, I was always a passionate person about um, you know anything that I that I challenged me. Yeah, you know? and I I think as a young kid, if we're gonna go back that far. I think that's true with any kid. If you're on a hockey team, you want to try to be the best on a hockey team. You know, like if you're whatever you're trying to do, you want to be the best at it. And I was a hockey player, and, and my dad got me into motocross at a very young age, and and then I, I busted my leg in motocross really bad. So like during a race or, or yeah, okay. and 
uh, it shattered it in 52 different places, actually. I almost wow. had to have it amputated. And so, like, I, I was laid up for about two years. Was that. that a goal for you, motocross, before that? Like, you talked about being the best. Was I that- mean, I just, it's just a, you know, I did really well in motocross. Sure, sure. I had a lot of trophies and and uh, did, did, you know, I took first a lot. So yeah, that, yeah. that, I mean, when you're a kid, it's sure. like, of course, that like boosts your ego and stuff. You know, I mean, you're it's a kid. It's still something so, you like, enjoy. You want to do yeah. the best. You, you, yeah, you want right. to be the best at everything. Like, it was something you that you, yeah. Like I said before, so um, even in hockey, but I mean, I was on a heck of a hockey team. We had a really great bond. Where'd you play? Everybody. I played hockey. WHA. Oh, yeah, Westmoreland. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. I won't. No, that's okay. That's tangent. okay. I, I mean, like, uh, you know, everybody on that hockey team was really good. Yeah. That's we a had good, a really good hockey That's a good team, organization. And, um, and we all thought we were the best, which is probably why we, we were <laughs> the best team, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> which is awesome. And like at that time, you know? Uh, but, anyways. Yeah, when I busted my leg, all that was kind of over for me because I was laid up in bed for like two years. and I was a cast up to my hip and yeah. I had to break my other leg because they had the stunted growth plate in it. And it was oh, just yeah. a How really like traumatic experience for somebody my age. How old were you at that time? Uh, 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think like because of that, I, I for some odd reason made this decision to like grow up a little bit early. Okay my life because i just didn't want to feel so miserable like i, I kind of got depressed a little bit because i was seeing my kid i was seeing all my friends i like sandlot neighborhood yeah friends you know yeah definitely like, it was like that kind of experience and you were and in we, a bed and we were all you know, yeah they were always in a bed and they were all out plus so i was like dude you know what like i'm, I'm not gonna I'm sick of feeling like this. Yeah, I've was always like been a, like that in my life i don't sit around and mope you know I'm was like, it a conscious like i i feel like this so i'm gonna change it yeah yeah yeah, as I said, you know what? Like, I'm tired of feeling like this. I got my, you know, depression in. I think I think sure. it's time I I do something. And and uh, you know, being around the house a lot more. I was, I as a kid, you don't realize how much goes on at your house. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're always outside. You know, right, right. doing something. Yeah. So uh, my dad was having band practices like all the time, and so I, I started listening to their songs and. And I've always messed around a little bit on a guitar, but not really serious, you know. Sure. I think I beat every N64 game and every yeah. Nintendo game and Super Nintendo game in my house. So, like, Atari game, everything. You Call of Duty made. wasn't out at that time. Yeah. No. I, think <laughs> I watched Jerry Maguire, like, 12 times. I'm like, <laughs> show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I was like, you know what, this is, this is, uh. It's enough Jerry Maguire. I've, I've, I've had enough of this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um. So I decided to, you know, just pick up a guitar and just like, and start to really focus on getting better. And then like when I did, because I had so much time to practice, I was probably playing 16 hours a day of it. Wow. Just for, kind of for playing, about, running scales, learning songs. No, just learning songs by, and which brings me to my next point. I think that's the best way to learn, honestly, because uh, now I know theory too, like, if you don't have your ears, you don't have nothing because it's music, you know, and you need to... You need to sit down and I have all these, some people, I had a guy just asked me the other day, he's a friend of mine, he's, he's a great guitar player, but he wants to challenge himself to get a little bit better. And yeah. It's always room for improving, you know? Sure. And he's, he said, uh, what do I do? And and I said, I, I, honestly, the best thing to do, man, is is stay away from the internet and stuff like that. Put in a CD or like, you know, you can go on the internet and put on Spotify or whatever yeah, you want. Right. But sit down with a guitar and use your ears. I said, mm-hmm. don't 
look at videos. Don't like do it, listen to it and and just play it. Is that yeah. how you did it? Yeah, that's how yeah. I did it. I didn't have a choice because there's a tape the deck and yeah, yeah, you didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any of that stuff. So like I was sitting there and uh, you know and and I was playing that. For, I was playing for about a year and a half or two years like that. Like what just were you learning? Sixteen hours yeah. a day, like Leonard Skinner songs, Zeppelin songs, Beatles stuff. Uh, just everything I could get my hands on because I kept kind of yeah I started getting through stuff a lot faster yeah, and it became yeah. like the video games I was like well, what am I gonna do now you know so I um, mean eventually my dad took to this and he saw that I was like getting better so like once I got out of the cast and everything and life kind of moved on a little bit more I, st- I actually started playing out with this band at age 12 and I was getting paid and stuff yeah yeah so um you know, I, 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 so here I am, I'm like 13, I'm like making a living. I got a job. Right, right. But at the same time, I love my job. You're playing, you know? yeah. So like, and then the rest of the people are like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, uh, going here to the mall, hang out on Friday night. And I'm like, well, I'm I got a gig. <laughs> a gig. So <laughs> like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like you're going Skip to the mall and, and trying to look a good, I mean, which is, would probably interest me regularly, sure, but sure. I was so into like. I was already infatuated with a musical dream by this point. Yeah. You know, because was that your dream at that point? Yeah. As soon as I had my first gig, you know, at age twelve, I think, or eleven, and, and that was with your dad. Yeah, yeah. And like, also, like after, because it feels really good to put that much work into something, and then especially when you're a kid, and then you go out and you do it, and then like you know like people sure. are like whoa you know that was really good yeah and it's it's like the notoriety that you wish you had but you don't have any competition because all your all your friends are you don't have the whole hockey team to compete with sure, or anything sure. right you it's just you and a bunch yeah. of adults you know so like you're the only kid so right, like, it was right. easy you know yeah. like it was like they put it in a paper and everybody came and this is still in the day too like where you know People were wearing Nirvana shirts around yeah, and yeah. like, you know, Pearl Jam shirts and people actually went to shows. Yeah, right. You know, like, I mean, there was a band playing and the place was packed. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it was awesome. And then like, uh, you know, I miss those days sometimes, but, um, you know, th- that's kind of like what's where I came from and like moving on to th- through the 11, 12, 13, sure. 14 years old, I'm making a living, you know, and, and, um, at the same time, which I didn't really care about, but I was. So that that comes back to me what I was saying earlier about growing up a little bit early, and and then I guess you kind of had to. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I uh, was hanging around with these guys who were kind of disciplining me too in yeah. the ways of like because a lot of these guys were seventies players and stuff, and you know, I get smacked around a lot if I didn't do something right. So right, right. a lot of people call me a, a Nazi in a band today because <laughs> I yell a lot and I, and I it's just sound like I'm bossing around a lot. I'm actually not trying to do that. It's just, yeah, it's just how I was brought up. So like, I just, I, I, you know, I know what needs done or certain way. Yeah. Or whatever. A level and of I, expectation. I needed, yeah. And I wanted to get done, you know, right. And not worry about it. And, um, I know that, a lot of the old promoters that we would deal with, um, even back in then, you know, these guys were old heads and they had this old school way of, of, you know, things getting done clean and right. Yeah. You know, and today that's kind of a little loosey goosey, but I'm still used to that. Sure. You know, so it's like, 
And people are, oh, it's no big deal. We can just sum it up at the end of the No, yeah. sum it up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, I want to know how much, no, how many tickets are in there and how much money Definitely. is going to this guy. You know, like, we got to figure this out right now. Like, Absolutely. It's got to get done because I want it done right because I'm all, always about service too. You know, like, to me, I love playing music. But when we book a gig, it's also like, I'm, we're coming in, we're giving this person a service. I want to come back. Yeah. You know, they're paying us and I want them to be really pleased with what we're doing here. Yeah. You know? And I think that's important to take pride in that. But yeah, I came up from motocross to learning and that and getting into gigging more. Yeah, and, yeah. And then started, um, to catch started a high a school more. band. Yeah. And, you know, I had my first band when I was 12 years old and I found a bunch of other 12 year olds and had to travel to Pittsburgh and uh, Yukon and everywhere else to actually get them all together. But right, right. Uh, we wrote our first record and recorded my first album at 13 and, um, the worst album I think I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you remember your first album? Oh yeah. Well that I was much older. That was legal limit. I probably still yeah, have the yeah, CD yeah. somewhere. And we we recorded it all ourselves. And back then, like I didn't have any clue. Like our guitar player was using like cakewalk that he got for free in like a cereal box or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was such a ghetto setup. And like we were so proud of it though. <laughs> Yeah. Because we did it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Looking back now, I wouldn't let anybody hear those songs. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll play them on the podcast on the next episode. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, you can but, play mine. I don't care. But like, yeah, it's, But we had humble beginnings though. Sure, you know, sure. We just went we're you know, our school And, and, that, and that comes like back to yeah. like, hey, you know, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. And that's where like um I think not being afraid but being excited for a journey you're taking on is uh is awesome you know like i think that that's the right mindset for something you know that you're trying to start anything in life you know like um if you're a passionate person and you're passionate about something you want to start doing something you just got to start doing it you know and just do it and and, and you might suck at it be proud of sucking at it just like you know figure out because here's the thing is like if you take no steps you can't learn anything you can't get better because it takes practice to get better so like you got to make some steps you got to make some mistakes you got to get out there and you got to start to, you know, really um, learn something. Yeah. And from people that know more than you, from people that are better than you. You know, my dad used to tell me when I was like 13 years old, he's like, if you're smart, you you, you play with like way better guitar players for the, it's like five that, years. Is that part of the process where you're in it early and at that point, it doesn't have to, you know, you, you spoke of having everything perfect at the end of the night. At, at that point, when you're first starting, it doesn't, I mean, you want to learn those habits and you want to learn mm-hmm. to, to be perfect. But at that point, you just, it's just about doing it and about doing it and having the passion to do it. Does that make for, sense? For like a gig, you mean, or? Just anything, just the, at first, hey, we're starting a band. Hey, we're, we're making an album, but we're recording it with a mm-hmm. tape player, with a tape deck or something. And it's going to sound all fuzzy. And you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of things where man, that was the first one and it was terrible, but we did it. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, um, I think whatever you're trying to do, like, you know, just, you can research or you can figure out how to do it and stuff and just, just go for it. And and like, like Ben and I, when we were first recording the first record to big Atlantic. Right. And it's like, that was, first of all, that was quite a process. Yeah. (laughs) Holy smokes. So um, we flew halfways around the country like more than once, you know, um, and, and drove, 
or whatever. I can't remember. We flew, drove, whatever. It doesn't matter. We've been well, in Atlanta. We've been in then, Nashville. We've been, we're everywhere. Yeah, okay, back so then the crazy this. thing. New York, you know, you name it. The crazy thing is, is that like there are honestly, like the internet has opened up so much opportunity for people to learn and understand like all the things we didn't know. But back then when we were starting Big Atlantic, recording was such a mysterious thing because you almost had these gatekeepers, the people that did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they weren't giving up any information. Like you, you just come out of MySpace days here. You yeah, know, right. like you nobody do knew. It yeah, we. Yeah. Did, I mean, four years. We spent four years figuring out like, what do we need to record? Mm. How good do we need to play to make sure. our music sound like what we hear on these CDs and records? Because that's how good we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to be like. Oh, that's pretty good for a Pittsburgh band. Definitely. We wanted to you be like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, hate, I hate that, you know, like, yeah. no, we're, we're doing this for real. Like, what is, what does that take? It was quite a process. Anyways, go ahead, go ahead, Lee. No, I was, I, that's, that's a good point. I mean, like once we got in, in some studios too, actually it was, it was, it was discouraging a little bit because like, we were like, oh, well, we didn't think we were like really good enough for a while to, maybe we needed to get better at playing, but that was something that we were really good at yeah i mean if anything we were the best at that <laughs> yeah, yeah that was like, the one so thing we that we like, had down actually you know, yeah and like but then once we started like getting in the room with these other pros that have these like platinum records and everything and you know that they mixed and everything we were like okay well that gave us a little boost in confidence where we were like okay well maybe maybe you know we actually can play good yeah right yeah but we just don't know what we're doing with this process yeah. you know so like now we need to figure out how to you know but but my point is is when we when we embarked on this journey to like record a record and what inspired that in the first place was we just had a vision for something that, and that we knew nobody else could give us and um you know if we'd have sat there and said oh well you know, we'll we'll start here and we'll record this and we'll just sit here and nothing would have gotten done. You know, if we didn't, we knew that if we wanted to do something, we had to take steps and to figure out those steps, we just had to take step one before we figured out you, step you two. You had to do it. I mean, yeah. people yeah. over plan for things. I mean, they want to know ten steps ahead before they take one step, and it's like, dude, you're never going to take that first step. Yeah, because you can't because it changes as you go. Definitely. You know, and it's like if you just take that first step. Which ours was okay. Let's. How many times did we record? And we're like, all right, we recorded, and we just found out later that it was pre-production. <laughs> I mean, well, seriously, yeah, that's, that's true. We had like, like five stages of pre-production, man, and then that's, yeah, that's right. like I had you no know, clue it what was going on. Better. Yeah, it kept getting better. Yeah. And then when, what we ended up with, I mean, like we look back on it today, and, and it's it still sounds it's it's great, but like it's not the sound that that we would probably do today. But you know, we're a little different today, but. But it's 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 an excellent. I mean, it's it's it blows out of the water of anything that like, oh, yeah. we, we thought that yeah, we would right. come close to. You know, like yeah. so. Um, you know, it's pretty crazy that we actually did it. How it long took did it take? I mean, we were writing, I would say, and recording, and just you know, three years maybe. Have we met in two thousand eight. Two years. I was gonna say four years. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Some of the songs are really old. Yeah. Like when we were actually going about recording maybe two years of actually thinking, but some of the songs go back, well, actually some go back longer than that because you wrote a couple of those mm-hmm. in your old band and just kind of brought them over. You guys are like Tool. 
Well, <laughs> well, they're, they're, well, they're, um, they're past well, a decade now. Yeah. Well, the difference with them is, is that like, that, that's pure creativity there. Right. Yeah. Like they can't just set, they can't, well, they can't get in a room together and not fight each other for a while. <laughs> yeah, so. That too. <laughs> yeah. I mean like, yeah. And that, that's just it is like, like now, like if I want to put out a record right now, right. I'm always writing. Right. It's like, I know exactly how to do Which it. Which we are as I soon can, as this podcast is done. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I mean, if I, if I could do, if I could. I had like five songs sure. that I've already written, let's just say, sitting right here. Ben and I probably track that stuff in a week. It'd be done and right, it'd right. be mixed by the end of the month, you know? But like, yeah. sure. And, and, um, and the other thing is too, we got to prove ourselves to like producers and stuff like that. So we got a lot of options of people to work with. I think, the industry, I think the industry was different back then too. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, and, and at the same time, like it's, uh, I, I mean, arguably, I think it was better in some ways, and in some ways it wasn't, too, you know? Right. But um, with, with Ben and I, back then, it took us four years to figure out what we know now and we can do in a month. Right, right. You know? And, and like, sometimes that is what you need to do, you know? Yeah. and uh, the, Just the, to do it. The important part is, though, that you enjoy the journey doing it, you know? It's like we we uh we had our share of ups and downs, but we also enjoyed like we would go to Nashville and stuff like that. And we went there to do pre-production recording. Honestly, it kind of flopped in that department because like we got stuff recorded, but we knew right away that it wasn't gonna be like what we wanted. But while we were down there, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. It's a story. Yeah, yeah. We, and we it's had a story a that you guys only have time right. down there, man. I mean, um, we were drinking coffee it. at three thirty in the morning in an espresso bar. Okay? <laughs> Dude, it was right. I mean, seriously. It was yeah. It was insane, but, but once dude. again, like we were figuring it out. Like I almost didn't like know what the heck we were doing. I knew we were going down to record. Yeah. But like almost finding out entail? after the, yeah, finding out yeah. after the fact, like I thought we'd have our EP done and it sure. wound up just being the next stage of you mean I, we're not done with this right. shit? I need yeah. to I need to make another asterisk on all that we're talking about too because I think it's okay. Like some bands are just purely interested in bands or artists are purely interested in just making music, and that's fine. That's why Lee and I exist because <laughs> we're producers and engineers. But we both had that engineering bug with music too, and we wanted to not only be able to like have an album get our songs out there. We wanted to understand the process. Right. We yeah. wanted to intimately know how to do it. Yeah. And like, I don't even think back then, well, for sure me, I don't know about you, Lee, but I didn't even know that I would be interested in, in this stuff. But like just from being around it, it, it just became fascinating to me and it wound up being something. And that's why we were doing it all mm-hmm. along and spending so much time with it. And, and, and yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And the other thing was too, you had to understand is back then, okay, this is the day where, it was just becoming affordable to have a home yeah, studio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not just a program you could record yourself with. I mean, come on, get real. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, you could actually make a home recording studio. I Cause, mean, because back then it was debatable that, I mean, if you said, if back then I was doing what I was doing now, I mm-hmm. feel like people would laugh at you. Oh. You can't do that. But now that now, yeah, no. I, and now I it's understand. such a th- now sure. it's such a thing. It's yeah. a huge thing. It's a huge thing. Yeah. And, and really, like, uh, I think one of the other things is back then, 
it was very fascinating to us to be able to, for for us to be able to do this and and be be able to do as much on our own as possible is because it was about finance too. Yeah. Was this like after you had your first record out? We no, this is building up to the first album. Okay. Yeah. So we were trying to make this first record, but we knew that this record is gonna cost a fortune. And it did. If yeah. I mean if you added up travel, food, uh record costs like well we did printing. add it up and i don't it, know if i want to it, say the number yeah on if you add all that up man you probably could have paid some big top-notch producer to, to record us but the thing was is ben and i and where we agreed on and we knew we were like okay look like yeah we could go pay this top-notch sure. producer to put out a top-notch record with all this money we're spending but if we do it this way we only have to pay that money once True. You yeah. know, and like we never have to pay it again. Yeah. Of course, today, like a lot more engineers are around, a lot more stuff's available, a lot more you know, plugins, a lot more uh, gear. Like it was an experience. So. Yeah. But, but, uh, but back then, like it was about saving our band as much money as possible so that we didn't have to spend as much, but still getting the top notch quality product out that we wanted so that we could, you know, grow faster. Sure. You know, that was kind of the strategy and, and, um, and, you know, when we accomplished that, it taught us a lot and it, and it, and it, you know, obviously inspired us to take on this other path of engineering and producing records and stuff, yeah. which really helped. I mean, honestly, oh. just as a side note, like I spent so many, cause back then I didn't really know anything about engineering. A lot yeah. of it would just be like watching Lee do his work for the pre-production and, I didn't even realize I was doing this, but you know, when I started buying my own recording gear, like I would go into the program I had and that's when I first downloaded studio one. Yeah. And like, I intuitively knew how to use like half the stuff because I had spent all that time, like watching Lee work and like that experience of just sitting over somebody's shoulder mm -hmm. and not just Lee, but like all the experiences and we had and watching other people, like I didn't realize it at the time, but like that was priceless. I was so far ahead of the game just from like being around all that stuff. Can that be traced back to just learning from anybody? I mean, you guys are obviously in music and you learn from him yeah. with that, but just regardless of anyone, just find someone to learn with, learn from period. Um, yeah. I guess I mean, it like, would help you grow. Uh, well, 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 yeah. I mean, I always suggest that. Yeah. Like, you know, like again, it kind of comes back to find somebody that's better than you, but not right. too much better than you, where yeah. you kind of feel like you're wasting their time being around. Yeah, yeah. But someone that you can kind of trail. Absolutely. Sure. And, and that likes that you're there to trail them. Kind of like a mentor role. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was telling one guy, well, he might be listening. So if you're listening, I won't say your name, but, you know, this will <laughs> be a funny comment. But talking about that, somebody a little bit beyond you. I was I was mentioning to somebody they were asking me about like oh I'm recording these tracks and you know I'm getting these pops and clicks I'm like well are you crossfading your 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 punch-ins of each track because you have to have the audio fade out of the previous track and then in if you don't have it fade out gently then you'll get these pops and clicks in your recording I was like he didn't even know that yeah. and then this this other guy was telling me. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's any consolation, I didn't either. So right, yeah. yeah. But like that is a yeah, super yeah. basic thing in audio recording. But sure. like unless you have somebody show you that or you are you're not gonna know that. Crossmit zero too. Crossmit yes. zero. Yep. You heard it here first. There it is. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so I I'm learning too. Yeah. yeah. Hey Lee, talk a little bit about um I don't 
I don't want to jump too far off of the trail here, but I think one thing that was going on in my mind uh, when we went down this path of recording and trying to do the band thing in our early 20s, mid 20s, I was thinking a lot about, man, am I too old to like start doing this? Yeah. Because it, it felt that way. It felt like a lot of the bands, maybe not so much today. Like I shouldn't, funny be, enough, do, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Is that, is that kind right. of... Right. Yeah. I just felt like all the bands we look up to, man, they've had their first album by the time like they're 16, in their late teens. 70, yeah. That's not necessarily the case anymore, but like... Should I quote unquote grow up? Yeah. Should I quote unquote grow up? Like Is that... Yeah. Let, well, go, let go of the dream or sure, like... Sure, sure. I kind of grew up in a music home though. So like... For me, I had my first record at 13, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I, um, it's very easy to kind of let your mind go there. I, I've never really struggled with, like, uh, it's crossed my mind, like, oh, more or less the question, is it possible to get too old to do this in some ways or whatever? But really, I think that that's all just, I call you're, that. You're I right. Call that, because I, I call that the the, the stuff the, that I call that web talk. It's stuff that's caught in a dream catcher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I do, like, I do agree with you in that standpoint because I have thought I have thought to myself as a younger man or mm, a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Well, that person's old. They're not cool. But <laughs> even that person that I was looking at that's not cool, they could still have a fan base. Yeah. It just might be people their age. Yeah, that's look, definitely the case. Lorraine Bowen, look her up. Okay, she was on America's Got Talent. I think it was America's Got Talent or America. I mean, this this, One of those, this yeah. lady oh, comes is that out. That girl with from a, the UK, the yeah, opera yeah. singer, she comes oh, out with yeah. an ironing board, dude, and, and plays <laughs> the Cookie Crumble song. Like I'm telling you, just watch the video. Like everybody loves this woman. Yeah. Now, now I am. This is a rhetorical. You answer this for yourself. But why do you think that people like her? Why do you like her? Just watch the video and by the end of it, like, why do you, the cookie crumble song, right? Like, why do you <laughs> think that that's cool? Like, what is so cool about that? That vibe right there is why the myth that you're too old to do whatever you want to do is not true. Mm. You know, that is, that is pretty much sums it up. I what mean, you, because, um, well, the video, I mean, she's an older lady and she comes out and people are like awkward. It's pretty yeah, awkward. Right. The video is pretty awkward. But Where by is the this end going of that video, thing? she got every yeah. person in that crowd standing on her heels, I'm, man. I'm going to look it up real quick because I don't know if I've seen no, this. I, and I, I, need to re- a, yeah. I need to react. We won't be able to hear it, but I want to just... What, what, do you, what do you say to someone wrestling with that question? Am I too old? You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're wrestling. No, they're no. Play, and it doesn't matter what because, it is, whether they're playing music Because here's the thing. Or, is like life is bigger than everything you do. I mean, you know, the talents that you're given, I mean, you're good at, everybody's good at many things. You know, development's a whole nother category. You got to develop <laughs> yourself and, sure. and even though you might be naturally good at something, doesn't mean you're going to be good at it right away. You know, like... It um, takes that practice at 16 yeah. hours a day. And, and, and let's be honest, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be best at things you really love doing, you know, and that's okay. So, I mean, you figure out something you really like doing, right? And then you apply yourself to it and... But that's just one thing you're good at. It's it's like grains of, uh, it's, you know, it's like wood with many grains, sure. many layers, you know, trees, mm-hmm. many layers, many years in them, you know. And it's like, um, you, you need to think of the bigger picture. It's like, look, like, what is life truly about? 
Why do you do me? If you like music, like for us, right? What, what, what is so great about music that keeps us going? Well, it makes us freaking happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And so like, sure, life sure. is about happiness, man. So like, it's not all about music. It's not all about like, uh, you know, recording. It's not all about, you know, I mean, for me, speaking for me, well, that makes like, you happy. It's, That's it's like, it's, yeah. In the second that I submit to the fact of that, it's like, wow, if I can be happy all the time, then I don't think it really matters what I'm doing. Definitely. Right. It's like, Absolutely. it's like, if this Definitely. makes me happy, if this makes me happy. So like, I think that is like the trick. Um, Hey, by the way, I'm watching this Lorraine Bowen video and I can't hear anything, but they're just showing her in the crowd and everybody's the ironing got, board. Yeah. And everybody's just like, faces? yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> What the heck? And, but she's, is, and she's happy. Oh no, 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 let me tell you something. Okay. You're gonna feel so awkward watching this thing, but by the end of that video, yeah. I can't you're gonna be like afterwards. that woman is awesome, dude. <laughs> and you're like, if she come out with a record, I'd buy it. You know, and why though? Why is the answer to the question you asked? You know, like sure. you know, what what like you're never too old to do something you yeah. love, you know. As long as you believe in yourself. Um, yeah, it, you can make money at doing something you love. I mean, well, that woman made a killing after that video. <laughs> oh, yeah. She made a yeah, killing. Right. She made more money than probably most people would be lucky to make an album sells, like, you know, in the rest of their life. But um, I need to take up ironing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I think you bring up a good point there, Lee. Like, I, I think about this a lot myself, too. It's a hard, It's a hard thing to wrestle with, to struggle with. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. One of, one of my you know, favorite... Um, I bring I bring this guy up in every other podcast, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, he should uh, sponsor us. I know I, need I know to, you're I might need this. to yeah I might need to grab his book uh, so that I remember his exact name. But Doctor Doctor Jordan Peterson, have you heard mm. of him? He's getting pretty big in <laughs> he's the. Our <laughs> yeah, he's well, our co-host. Well, he's got he's got a book out and um, it's called what is it? Ten Rules for Life. I think twelve so. rules for life. It's yeah. something like that. Ten or twelve rules for life. But anyways, rules for life. Uh, so I've watched, he does a lot of YouTube videos and stuff like that. And he's a social psychologist. Mm-hmm. He's just got a lot of really interesting things to say. And one of the things, and some, and some of it's just so like simple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he always says is, you know, don't, one of his rules is don't do anything that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it and seems so basic. Yeah, but, you, but if you take a step back and you actually evaluate the things in your life, you know, I hate this thing. Why am I doing it? Like you don't actually have to, you don't actually have to do anything. Like there's some days that are, you know, are better than others. And there's some things that you just have to do, but you don't have to make it a life commitment to make yourself miserable. Well, what, well yeah. And that's a rule of thumb for business too. I sure. think it's like, if you don't like doing something, but it needs to be done, yeah, then yeah. pay somebody to do it. Yeah. You know, mm. like, like I think that's that probably check. way smarter than, you know, uh, you doing it. Because yeah. like you're gonna you're not gonna put TLC into it, you know. Like, yeah, I guess and 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 I'll use music as an example, but I think this can be applied to a lot of different areas. Um, I'm I'm just gonna drop you know music in there, but money is obviously a big thing too. Um, money, nah. Me- well, well, no, yeah, right. But it, it's what's money? Yeah. I have none of it. Yeah, I think there's three people yeah, at the table who don't us. have any. Yeah, right. Uh, but I guess in terms of living, and I don't want to say money in terms of like, man, I want to go buy a Mercedes. Like I drive a Chevy Cruze, so you know. Yeah. But I, but I think in the sense that like money in terms of of being able to to live, but like, um, man, I can't. Li- like, I guess where is it at in terms of? 
I don't want to say mo like money slash living versus happiness. Like this really makes me happy. I really love doing music. I really, you know, but I need that breakthrough. And I don't want to say breakthrough as in like, I'm going to be the girl on the ironing board, you know, with the ironing board on America's Got Talent, but like just some sort of something to help me survive so I can live, maybe not comfortably, but just like kind of, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be music. Mm -hmm. It can be anything. I think you, I'm just using yeah. music in, as an example. <laughs> but what do you say in that conundrum where like, man, I kind of want to live, but I really want to do music and that's my passion. And that's what I love to do. I guess how, I guess how, how, what's that, where's that balance at? You know, I mean, and I don't disagree with you because I'm, because I'm, we're, I think we're all living it right now. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I think like that if, I think you have to make a choice. Sure. I, mean, I think that there's people who say, look, like I'm going to split them in two. Yeah. I'm going to make money at my job and I'm going to do music or, whatever hobby or whatever, you have, yeah, sure. you know, as a hobby and let that make me happy. Yeah. So it's like, and, and some people have that personality where it's like, they can do that. Right. You know, and, and that is okay. And if they're happy with that and they're, and they're trucking along and that, that's fine. Sure. I also um, want to say too, on, on top of that, like that is the correct answer for the majority of people. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we're, that's yeah. what I'm doing. But yeah. you know, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's also, uh, you know, to add to that. Yes. I think that half of those people don't want to be doing it that way, but they choose oh, yeah. to do it that way because it's they not, feel like they have to. And it kind of comes back to what you said, Dan is like, you know, you're, you're saying, well, that's, that comes back to the question you asked, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're going in a circle here, right? So like, I, I think that, um, you know, then there's people like me who say, look, like, you couldn't pay me to do a job I hate. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm going to do my job. I, I, I refuse to, um, I mean, of course, I put in my dues. Like, I'll pave with totally. people and stuff like that to make some money. I'll Definitely. do whatever I got to do. But at the live. end of the day, yeah. I'm doing that to support something that I'm yeah, doing exactly. over Absolutely. here. Which is, yeah, I mean, so like, yeah. so really, it's kind of like I'm doing, uh, I'm only doing one thing here. And you don't want to um, pave, but you kind of have to because you want, because you're real passionate. Yeah, music. and I don't do that all the time. But but if, I, if I'm running, in, if I know I'm going to run into some tough spots coming ahead or something yeah. like that, and I need some extra money, then I'll do whatever it takes, whatever. But like, really, I do what I love. Yeah. Just to keep and your like, dream alive. And yeah. here's the thing is like, here's the benefit you get out of doing what you love and choosing and committing to that for a living. Um, on the upside is you get really damn good at it. Yeah. And when you get really good at it, your demand goes up and you have a better chance of, of bumping down your competition. And yeah. You have a better chance of making more money. Okay, because you're good and, at it. And maybe hitting that, hitting yeah. that where you can live off it yes. eventually. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Because you are getting better um, at probably it. Probably your only yeah. chance. You can't do something part-time and, and compete with somebody who's doing it full-time yeah. and, and try to make a living. There's no way you'll ever get to it. You have to you have to jump ship sooner or later. So like, um, but the downside is, is, you know, then uh, you could argue that maybe you have this personality. This I think this comes back to self and your your psychosis a little bit too here, your psychology um, stuff a little bit. But, you know, uh, you would have to, think in your head now would this destroy my happiness doing this for yeah. a living and what i love to do you know i think that that's kind of like something you have to weigh out and and at the end of the day i guess again coming back to it is 
am I this person or this person? Am I type A person where I am, uh, or I was, let's not get type A person. <laughs> am I, am I person A yeah. where I like to do, I'll split them into, I'm happy with that. I'll have a hobby. I'll have a job. And I'm just as happy with that. Yeah. Or am I B person where I need to be doing what I love all the time to be happy and I want to make a living at that and that's what I want to do. I wouldn't be happy splitting them into. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um take the cons with the pros, you know, like on each one. Like it's like if whatever you decide to be yeah. and whoever you are, you gotta take the good, you know, the bad with the good and the good with the bad. No. I heard a great I heard a so, great piece of advice from Jake actually. Jake Wellsby who's yeah, been on yeah. our podcast Absolutely. and he was reading a book that was kind of talking about that in term level where you know this is the thing you want to be doing for a living and you want to be doing it full time and but you got to jump ship yeah. from the other job that you're doing. Um there's a third option. Do both. Yeah. And commit to a certain amount of time whatever you think you can do that where you're Full time at both. Sure. And maybe, I mean, that's not, this is not a thing that's going to be sustainable for any extended period of time, but try to do both for like three months, six months, because mm -hmm. that might be enough to get you over the hurdle from like working the job that you need to make money into the job that you want to be doing. I mean, I, I'm doing it right now. You know, I know you are, and, and I mean, we all are, but I'll give you an example. Like, Tonight, and I know it won't be whenever we listen to it, but just for time's sake, tonight I'm covering a school board meeting. Friday night I'm doing a high school football game. Friday afternoon I'll be with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's that sort of thing. And then and Sunday I'll be at, you know, everyone's going to be watching Sunday Night Football. I'll be at that arena. And then next Tuesday I'll be at a township meeting. So it's just that. Kind, and then next Thursday I'll be at, I'll be at, so you have to take right. that. You have to take those lumps. Uh, the following Thursday I'll be at the Pittsburgh Penguins home opener. So it's just that sort of thing. And, and I'm like, I'm cool with that. Like I'm yeah. all right with that. Um, and I think you, you have to ask that question, you know, what, what's your limit? And, and, and that, you know, and I enjoy that. I enjoyed the meeting I'll be at today and the high school, I'm excited about doing the high school football yeah. game. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited about doing practice on Friday yeah. and excited about doing the Sunday night game. And it's just, what do you want to, where's your limit at? I think you were, you were saying that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, sure. I, I think that, I think it's a good point. I mean, I think that the third way for me, like I kind of consider the third way as the second way, because when you're doing the second way, especially in the beginning, like you can't just make no money. Right. It's not right. Yeah, exactly. sure. You, you got to go you do, do other things like to make you money so that you can support that thing, you know, until you, that thing can float on. Itself. It's not easy. So like, but, but yeah, like I, I think that does, I think that that's, that's true. The, the, the thing is that, that you have to be prepared for if you commit to doing something you love. When you choose to do something you love for a living, there's always a price, heavy price tag on that. You know, and those price tags are sacrifice. Okay, you're gonna have a lot of sacrifices to make, and you're gonna be busy all the time. And you're gonna be broke all the time. And you have to be ready for that. And you have to just know that and accept it. Like, hey man, like that is a part of the journey. Sure. So you know, and you start getting down in the dumps and stuff like that. I mean, and you will, sure. and that's okay. Definitely. You just have to know that that's normal and you have to know, like, look like you're not, it's not, you're not getting too old. Don't worry about time. Time is always a nemesis to, to people who decide to chase a passion down. You know, it's like, Oh, am I running out of time? Oh yeah, my right. gosh. It's been a year already. I haven't even gone that far. 
blah, blah, blah. It's always yeah. compared to time. Time, time, time. Take the but, step. But time is Screw irrelevant. Screw you, time. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> time. time is irrelevant, man. It's like, look, like, if you don't wake up every day and just try to go day by day and enjoy the day and try to know that you're doing everything you can. Yeah. I have a person from Rockstar Advocate, a company that, that uh, travels around, tours around all the music conferences. Awesome. Okay. And she wrote the Rockstar Planner book and everything. She has her own company. You can check it out online on Facebook. I'll even tell her I gave her a shout out on here. So like, sure. um, but Rockstar Advocate, I mean, she said, you know, I went to one of her panels one time. Supporter and, and uh, cause she's just, I love going to her panel. She always says such great stuff, but she said, you know, it's funny, especially in musicians, you know, you're like worried about getting 10 things done yeah, yeah. Like I can get ten things done in one day. No, you can't. I mean, that's the funny thing. Right, it's right. like you really can't. I mean, no. well, yes, I can. I'm a multi. No, you can't. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and you know, working twenty hours, twenty like we used to do, right? Like it's like three o'clock in the morning. And we're like, I mean, there is such thing as like working drunk. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're working right. drunk at that point, and then, like sometimes, like that's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does it every once you're in just, a while. You know, like you're just running like, on fumes. Hey, yeah. believe me, I should take this advice. Believe me. Okay, I oh, work dude. late sometimes, yeah. but like we but, ran ourselves ragged in the big Atlantic days. Oh like, my god, you are yeah. almost useless when you're like that, right? But like, um, the point I'm getting at is not ten things a day. Look, every day you should get done three things well. Three things. And if you can get three things done a day, then that's realistic and you're setting the bar where it needs to be and you feel accomplished. Sure. And when you feel accomplished, you have a better attitude in life. You have a better attitude towards what you're doing and you'll wake up a lot better the next day. Sure. Okay. Get three things. You might have 10 things on your list and if you can get four, that's cool or whatever. But if you don't get four. What if you can only get one? Don't worry about it. Well, if you set the bar at three, you're bringing in one thing done a day, unless it's one big thing. Like, you know, you're probably <laughs> yeah, sure. not doing enough. But like, but yeah, I mean, like, um, you know, if you can get three things done a day, you know, and, and be realistic about what you can do well and what you can't, then that's an accomplishment, you know. And sometimes you're going to come home just like anybody else from work and say, oh, man, you know, I, I, what's wrong with you? I, I didn't get done what I wanted to get done at work. I maybe you got the two and a half things. That's yeah, who right. cares? You know, like, but... Um, but you know, you can't get 10 things done every day and then go home and, or else like be wherever you are at home and say, well, I got nothing done today. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that to yourself every day because no. now all you're doing is, is killing your morale. The negative. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, and it's like that, and that does matter. Like you have to be healthy psychologically. You have to be clear minded. Look. Become an entrepreneur of self first before you become an entrepreneur, you know, for money. Because, like, if you don't become an entrepreneur of self first, then you're going to be an entrepreneur of death. Yeah. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, because, like, you're just going to kill yourself every day. Like, it's just, that's what it's going to feel like. You're going to feel, you're going to wake up depressed. You're going to feel like crap. You're not going to be tired all the time. You're going to feel, look at all Just the so things you you're know, not listeners, doing right. Lee will be signing his copy. <laughs> Entrepreneur <laughs> yeah, of Death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's there a great go. book title. And I will, I will close my yeah. case on that. I'm sure we can do this again. You know, I'll, I'll oh, yeah, back. Sure. We'll talk more. We would love to have you back. Absolutely. We'll just do a, we'll do a mm. whole podcast on attack and release times on compressors. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That'll be the next one. Yeah, there but, you uh, go. So uh, everybody, look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Uh, Lee has to go to a chiropractor appointment. Yeah, we're gonna because let... his back hurts and he's old and he doesn't think he can make it anywhere anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, no. thanks for thanks for being on, man. Yeah, uh, thank you. We want to give you a chance to shout out anything that you want anything to. Anything you want to promote. Like, obviously, Big Atlantic. I know you probably have a website. Anything yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, or... um, you know, you can find me on Facebook, Lee Caruso Jr. You type that in, C-A-R-U-S-O, and uh, J-R. No period. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Lee Caruso Jr. Uh, yeah, on Facebook or Twitter, any, any of that kind of stuff, uh, Instagram, you can find me. Um, the... The band, my, my band's Big Atlantic. So, you know, bigatlantic.com or just Big Atlantic on Facebook and just check it out. So, cool. and you'll probably find Ben on there. A couple of videos of Ben jamming yeah. around too. Again, Ben jamming. Yeah. Ben jamming. That's right. Love it. That's right. Yeah. You feel free to message me too. Anything about the podcast or, uh, about music or, or anything, you know, even, you know, if you're in a band too, you know, uh, I love talking to bands. I love listening to new music and I love to, help people so you know um feel free to hit me up awesome cool well thanks buddy thank you yeah and listeners we hope we've encouraged you to live your dreams out loud have a good one